Welcome to the Empowered Indie Artist Podcast, where independent artists just like you come to learn everything they need to know about building a sustainable music business. I'm Becky. I'm so glad you're here. Everyone is telling you that you need to build your fan base, right? Well, today I wanted to talk about five really easy, no-brainer baby things you can do to start building your fan base today. First, no-brainer, have a direct line of communication with them. Now that sounds like a no-brainer, but ultimately what that means is that you need to be able to collect either their phone number or their email address. And that's where artists get stuck is they get bogged down and overwhelmed with the thought of, oh, well, that means I need to set up a website. That means I need to set up a an email collection system or a texting app system. I understand it is overwhelming, but you absolutely have to have this direct line of communication because as we all know, by this point, if you've been at it for anywhere between two and five years, you know that platforms change and that algorithms change and what was the case today as far as what to post and when to post and how to engage is going to change tomorrow. That's just the nature of social media. And while social media is free real estate for marketing, so I really always encourage people to be on social media, it is not the goal. The goal is not how many followers do I have? How much engagement do I have? The goal is to get people to say, I really like you. I really like your music. Here's my email address or here's my phone number. Yes, I want to hear from you more. I want to know where you're performing or when you're performing. I want to buy a t-shirt. That's the ultimate goal is finding the people that will really be interested in you and your music. So that number one direct line of communication, it's a baby step, but it's also pretty big. You just got to decide to do it. And I'll tell you, probably the easiest thing is something like MailChimp. It's um, the basic service is free and you can sign up and collect email addresses It's free up to a certain number of subscribers, and it's a pretty low number. Um, I can't remember what it is, but anyway, (laughs) it's enough to get started. The other option is something like Banzoogle. I have a link in the description below, which um, is something that will give you 40% off of the first year of any of the plans. Um, So make sure you use that link. And what Banzoogle is, is it's a place you can park your website. You can buy the domain of your name, your artist name. Um, You don't have to, but it looks more professional because your domain would be, you know, myband.com, where otherwise it'll be bandzoogle.com slash your band name. So it's a little bit more professional if you have your own domain name. But again, leading to the direct line of communication, Bandzoogle has an email collection system in place and a way to batch email and message your fans. So if you also need a website besides the email collection, Banzoogle is a great option. Number two no-brainer is to talk with them and communicate with them 
as if you're standing right in front of them and they're a friend. Now, this is something that I learned when I was attending a conference that was more about digital marketing in general. It wasn't about musicians, but I loved this concept. And I find that when I'm the recipient of emails and I'm kind of being talked at rather than connected with um, by the person writing the email, I can feel it. What the concept is, is that you have maybe like your best friend in your mind when you're typing this email that's going to go to all of the fans on your email list. So you you can set up the programming to where it will say, hey, and it'll put their name in there and just their first name is great. And then you talk to them as if you're having this one-way conversation with them and not like, hey, everybody, um, just so you guys know, which makes us feel like we're kind of just being, you know, you've got the megaphone and we're all just the recipient of your banter or whatever. <laughs> but if you're like, hey, Becky, I'm so happy that you like my music enough to be here with me. This is such a fun journey. I hope that you're really enjoying it, blah, blah, blah. So you're talking more one-on-one -on -one personal. That is really the name of the game at this time in music promotion and marketing is that authentic and that real connection. People do not want, you know, the caricature type of artists anymore. Maybe there will be another time for that. But right now it's about engaging with you as if you're an individual. I mean, all you have to do is look at Taylor Swift and the way she has uh, mobilized rabid fans, basically. They are diehard. And the reason why is that from the very, very, very beginning, she has made the fans feel like they are part of her tribe. She's basically the one who started that whole tribe mentality when you find an artist that you really love. Now, that's kind of on a mass scale, and that's kind of like over the top, I think. But just at a very small indie artist kind of scale, if you can communicate with them as if they are people that you know, that you met at your show, that you talk to on a regular basis, it will help them feel more at ease and, you know, more empathetic towards you as a, as a human and not just someone they're like, eh. Um, you know, I like their music, but I don't care about what else is going on. Um, they're going to be more interested in what's happening in your life. And really, that's what it's all about. It's about your story. The number three no-brainer, create great music. Okay. I mean, that really should be number one, right? <laughs> so create great music and not just put out hurried content for the sake of releasing content. That's a hard balance to do because as you know, the MO today is to release regular content. And this is why I'm very passionate about not rushing this process. As soon as you put out that first single, you got to follow it up with another one in six to eight weeks. And so if you rush that first single and you don't have anything else that's really of quality in the pipeline and until maybe a year, you're not going to get any momentum happening from that very first release. So make sure that you're spending time really working on the craft of songwriting and also of your performance skills. If the music is mediocre and meh, um, that alone can keep you from building a real solid fan base besides your family and your cheerleaders, right? So if you feel like maybe your music is not up to par, and I'm talking about the songwriting especially, 
music that really like lyrics and melody that engage people that make them want to just listen to it over and over again. They don't have to be hit songs, but they have to connect with people. And that's where the focus really needs to be. And then of course, having great production is always, I think, a really important factor in that as well. Number four is consistent communication. Making sure that when people do sign up for your email list, you are not just messaging them when you have a release every six weeks. Uh, what if it's every six months and that's the only time they're hearing from you? Create your own pulse, whatever works with your life. But I would say at least once a month, you should be communicating with the people on that list. And even if you have nothing significant to share as far as music or videos or anything, just giving them a recap on what happened since the last release or since the last message that you sent. And again, talking to them like they're your friend, that's going to make a difference. That's going to make them feel like they're, hey, this is someone I really like. They're cool. Um, and they're going to be interested in what you have going on. Number five, now this is my favorite because we kind of forget about it, but give your fans opportunities to support you, to be involved and be engaged. If you just take a look at some of your favorite artists, there are so many clever, clever things that people are doing that are like duet with me, those kind of things, or I want to see your artwork that coordinates with the latest release. Anything that you can do that gets people excited about participating, then you can share it on social media. They'll share it on social media. You're going to start picking up new momentum and new fans just from having that kind of activity on social media. So have a brainstorming session with you and your team, anybody that's like a supporter of you and see what things you can think of. And also, don't be afraid to ask them for the support. Let's say that you are trying to do a music video for a release that's been really, really popular. You guys, I have this amazing song. You've told me how much you love it, and I really want to be able to do this music video. I have the whole concept in my mind. Um, or it could be getting ideas of concepts for the music video but I also am doing this GoFundMe or fundraiser or some kind of way to collect money to fund the music video. You see what I'm saying? If people have the opportunity to just throw you $20, they're probably going to do it if they love your music enough to be on your list. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to engage their ideas and to really make them feel like they're part of your tribe. All right, that's it. I hope that was helpful. And if you're curious about the Empowered Indie Artists program, membership, course, what have you, check us out at Empowered Indie Artists, A-R-T-I-S-T-S, artists with an S, uh, dot com, and check out the options that we have for independent artists just like you. See you next time.